I'm sorry, I've actually forgotten who all of you were. Could you go ahead and recap everything for me? Engaging. Recap mode. The job itself is simple. Go to these space-time coordinates, acquire a thing, then wait for further instructions. Initial scans on the planet detected a small grouping of humanoids in a valley. Well, I guess we're going. They all point their, their weapons at you. Killsphere rises and starts firing one needle per other bandit. And as each of these needles goes into the bandit, all biological material turns to powder and crumbles. One of the bandits does stand up. This is Portal Bob. It's because his name's Bob, but he turns into a portal. And he comes back out and he's holding a square box. Skyscraper-sized dropships appearing from orbit slam into the planet surface. I am the buyer. Deliver the item immediately and you shall walk away with your payment and possibly your lives. My suit automatically shifts to protect the box. Yes, actually, I was just going to ask you if I could speak to your manager. I serve the rightful ruler of this universe, King Hydroflax. I think for, for Karin, like, hearing King Hydroflax is not that impressive to her because she is, like, a later conquering emperor after his time. So I think for her, it's like being Napoleon, having someone being like, oh, it was Ramses. And you're like, oh, that's adorable. Wow. <laughs> so when he says, Hydroflax, she goes, oh, Hydroflax. Oh, well, good for you. I'm just, you're just adorable. I will not be patronized. You will give me the item so I may deliver it to my master and he may finally make his way to the Halassi vaults. And with that, Heratorphus the Uneven turns to Portal Bob and says, Hey, Bob, did you get that? The vault. And Bob gives a knowing nod. And once again, Portal Bob's body turns that inky blackness of the void with starlight in the background, turning himself into a living portal. And you see Haratorphus beeline it towards Portal Bob, and he goes, come on, you lot, after me! And he jumps through Portal Bob's body. And as he does so, the buyer looks flummoxed and begins panicking and starts giving, fire, fire on them all! And the, the armies are now about to attack you. What do you do? Oh, uh, Karin, like, thinks of Portal Bob and uh, um, Heratorphus as her followers now. So she does, she's like, oh, good. They, my servants did what I asked them to do. So she goes right to the portal. Chet Vagabond is going to pull out his gun and he's going to say, you go ahead, I'll buy you some time. So I think I think when Karin goes towards the portal, she looks back at the, the buyer and she's like, have fun with your little king, though. He seems so nice. And then she goes into the portal. Sonic's already gone. The, the minute that portal opened, they they blitz through without anybody being aware. I'm just picturing a gas cloud farting its way at high speeds towards Well, the... Well, I was going to say that the scent that Sonic left behind was of a fresh breeze, because that's how fast... <laughs> They were out of there. <laughs> it's like ozone when uh, Purifier has pulled the stuff from the air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it smells like you've made like a tree and left. <laughs> Precisely. Uh, Killsphere uh, just goes, distraction mode initiated, and starts like shining like laser lights like a disco ball into the eyes of various soldiers as they retreat back through Portal Bob and uh, clear Chet Vagabond's escape as well. Uh, yeah, Chet is now uh, back to the portal, guns pointed, and steps backwards through Portal Bob. Awesome, and I will say that none of you take any damage uh, because of the bonus from the end of the last episode when uh, Karen held on to the box. So you have wow. all made it scot-free through this person who is a portal and you land with a little bit of a thud in a waiting room 
with a big sign that says, Welcome to the Halassi Vaults. And as, uh, as Chet, you're the last one to come through, uh, you see uh, another version of Portal Bob that you had just stepped out of. And uh, Portal Bob resumes looking like his normal self. And he is noticeably exhausted. I'm sorry to teleport that many people that far away. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I need to, oh, 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 Bob, Bob. You got us out of there alive. That's why, that's why we love you. And he pats him on the back and says, you, you rest here. Killsphere just floats down to Portal Bob and just a slot emerges on Killsphere and a, a, like a cookie emerges. Enjoy. Kill Biscuit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Sonic starts hovering around Portal Bob's head and smelling like chocolate to go along with the cookie. This, this is a warm experience. Replenishment mode. Karin has already forgotten Portal Bob exists. Because <laughs> he's no longer useful to her in the immediate uh, period of time in front of her. Amazing. I have a question about the waiting room we're in. I'm I'm picturing, and I realize this is obviously a universal reference, so I think you can all, you know, it's a touchstone for us all. I'm picturing, like, the waiting room of, like, a, a, a GP's office, like a doctor's office. So there's, like, a receptionist counter. And mm-hmm. There's a receptionist there, right? Yes. I think, uh, I think... Chet is immediately going to point at Karin and say, uh, hey, you're up, slugger. All right. Yeah, I think I think Karin's going to walk up. Let me find my sheet again. Sorry, I switched over to a different document. Um, so there is schmooze, I think is the uh, oh, we asked for getting someone to, to stop assaulting you. Uh, right, we, we will use schmooze. We'll just, you know, sort of okay. fudge, fudge it how we need it to. So I'm going to walk up to the receptionist. And what's the name of this vault again? The Halassi Vault. Halassi, okay. Yeah, the, uh, the receptionist, uh, she is humanoid. She has green skin and uh, blonde hair uh, and a very friendly demeanor. She says, hey, y'all, welcome to the Halassi Vault. How may I help y'all? Hello, what is your name? Oh, uh, you're going to make me check my NPC list, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, I guess I could retcon it and say that Karen doesn't care about her name, but I was trying to be... I, I was assuming she has a name tag, actually. Yeah. Hold on, I have a very long list. My name is Lurg Fendleton. Karen goes, hello, Larg. Um, I'm here to get my deposit box. I have a key, and I'm here to inspect my belongings. Well, that's just wonderful. Uh, if you could just put your key right here, I can scan it for you and tell you to which vault you need to head to. Excellent. This is, the, these, this is my entourage. They're with me. And then I put the box down on the counter and like it like out of her suit and sets it on the counter yeah and uh inside the box you're finally seeing what's inside for the first time and this is an intricate looking key just from the look at it it is not shaped like an ordinary key it has zigs and zags and it has circuitry in it that would clearly unlock uh, other safety measures. Uh, you've never seen a key like this before. And uh, when you show it to Lurg, she's almost taken aback. She goes, oh, this is the key for the Grand Vault. Oh, I'm, I'm, forgiveness. I, I am so sorry. Uh, uh, y- you know uh, where y'all are, are heading, I, I, I assume, correct? Yes, I'm the great Karen. I know where I'm going at all times, but thank you for checking. Okay, uh, and uh, if the great Kyle Ring could just sign in on the on the clipboard, uh, I I know it's a hassle, but we have to do it for everyone. Um, and then she like claps her hands. Uh, Heratophis. Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, Come, yeah, yeah. Could yeah, you yes. sign? Could you sign the document for Log here? I, I I don't actually know how to spell your your whole name. I, I'm guessing you have like titles and and and, and accoutrement to your name. But, I just and, don't and know. Like, while while Karen is like dead staring uh Hara's office, her suit just like has a little pen kind of kicks out and like signs the name and then like goes back into it and she doesn't even notice it happening. Like she's so like, How dare you question me in front of how dare you not know how to spell the name of the great Karen? <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Lurg, uh she sees that you've signed in and goes, uh, all right, uh right through this door right here, just straight to the back. Uh Clearly, you you know where you've been here before. You you know exactly where you're going. So uh, y'all have a have a halasirific day. I'm sorry. They, they make me say <laughs> they make me say that. I, I I hate to say it. I know I shouldn't be telling you this part, but it, it's just part of the job. You know, making my way in the universe. Making my way. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to retcon the signing too much. But I think what happened instead was the paper like got like a stamp came out and like stamped it. Like it's one of those like. <laughs> 
that kind of thing where people have the stamp. But I, I think the sci-fi version of it is instead of stamping it, it actually fed the paper through like a scanner on her system. And when it came out, the paper was signed. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Could I, could I make a pitch? Please. For that. It's just like you're standing there and like a little, just a little, like a little laser pops out of the suit and just kind of goes. <laughs> and like, like a laser printer, like yes. lasers your name and all like the titles. Matrix kind of thing. And it yes. like the paper kind of smokes because it's like a, it's like a burning laser. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, it fires like it's your one name. That's, it's one that's used for a weapon, but it's like at a lower frequency. So it just signs the name. Yeah. But yeah. still, when she picks up the clipboard, like your name is through the clipboard and into the desk. Like <laughs> yeah. that's the lowest power setting one of your lasers is capable of. Yeah. The rest of this game is just a subscribing this laser. Sorry, Dan. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So yeah, so now we I think what now What color is the laser? I think now well, obviously it's blue. So cuz it's like that's how cool the the heat is. That's how hot the heat is. It's like a red heat. So yeah, I think we follow we go into this this vault. Excellent. Uh so yeah, the the four of you and uh, uh and uh um Heratorphus the uneven, Heratorphus the uneven and I, Portal Bob. I have so many pieces of paper in front of me. <laughs> yeah, so the four of you and Heratorphus uh, make your way into the first chamber, uh, which is beautifully adorned with antiquities from countless species and civilizations uh, in the universe. And they're, they're on display. Um, you know, they obviously belong to different people who are storing them here, but they're stored in a way where they're also almost like a museum uh, display as well. And uh, Lurg was uh, nice enough to point you in the direction. You just keep heading back. The the the, the stronger the security looks, the you're heading the right direction. Uh, so you are in this uh, hall of antiquities. And uh, what do you do? Had it, had it, had it, conquered it, conquered Mm, this is cute. This is like a like a walk down memory lane. I remember conquering them. They were so yeah. I think I think that everyone they walk by is like a, a culture that eventually uh, Karin has conquered. So she's looking at it like it's like she's. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a. It's like to her, it's like visiting Disneyland and being like. <laughs> Like, isn't this adorable? They've, like, turned all this chaos that, like, of, like, the horrors of American history and, like, a cute theme park. <laughs> like, it's that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think I think that uh, she's, like, done it. Oh, they were tough. I remember them. They screamed a lot. They were, well, they were actually there. They just, like, they just surrendered immediately. They said that they've been there before. People come and surrender. It's fine. All of a sudden, you hear rumbling explosions and... Alarms begin to blare and lights are flashing and a voice comes on over a PA system. It says, attention, attention. Hydroflax and Imperial forces have entered the planet's orbit. Initiate lockdown procedures. And uh, everything begins to lock down. Like this is, this is one of the safest places in the universe. And when the walls come down, they're not going anywhere. And you are now trapped in this hall of antiquities. Can somebody fix that, please? Yeah, if we could kill that noise, that'd be just super duper. Is there a panel that controls this gateway that just shut? Yeah, you can look around and uh, yeah, you see a, a panel by one of the doors. Uh, if you want to inspect it, you're going to have to make a roll for that. Got it. Uh, yeah, since I, I am the only entity that can morph into, you know, different, different, small, small, tight areas. Let's, let's give it a gander. All right, uh, yeah, why don't we give this a down roll? Okay. Well, at least I rolled well, because the negative two won't hurt so much. So with the negative two, we have seven. Seven? Okay. Uh, yeah, it is a partial success. Uh, you are able to uh, quiet the alarm, so it's not blaring as much. And uh, not the major bulkhead door opens, but a smaller door opens. And uh, two uh, vault security guards come out, and they... They're they're in a little bit of a panic, and they see they see you. Goes, halt! What are you doing here? We're going to my vault. It's the Grand Vault. I'm the Karin, and we have been delayed. And I am not satisfied. And I will definitely be filling out my customer service regard form when we're done with this. But for now, I would like it if you could go ahead and let us into my vault. Thank you. Uh, you're you're not the you're not one of the invaders, are you? Uh, you got any proof? Uh, excuse me. First of all, you will you will not talk to me in that tone. I am a customer. Uh, second of all, yes, we have proof. I have my key right here. Thank you. And uh, yeah, you show them the key, and they are impressed because this is the real deal. You can't 
duplicate a key like this. And they say, oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. Uh, c- customer service is not our strong suit. Um, yeah, I can tell. And I will, I will be talking to your manager about it later. Thank you. That's going to be a zero stars on <laughs> Yelp. Mm-hmm. Space Yelp. Uh, Chet Im- immediately kind of leaps into like heroic mode and says, listen, Karen, everyone else, you head towards the vault. Me and these fellas here are going to hold hold off the invaders. That sounds fine. And then she starts walking towards the vault. <laughs> like She has no regard for your safety at all. Chet looks to the security guards and put, he says, uh, tell me, fellas. And he pulls a, he pulls that huge rifle off of his back and, and pumps it. Whether it has a pump or not, he pumps it because that's what the hero does. And he looks at you and he, he looks at the guards and he says, are you equipped with uh, sufficient firepower? Because I'm pretty much good to go. I like to imagine you pump it and it breaks and you have to put the thing you <laughs> pumped back, but like you do it. Like it's so, it's just, it just yeah. looks hilarious when it happens. Like, huh, oh, this comes off. Okay, I just like that it, with his mouth, he goes, tell me. Chuck, chuck. <laughs> good to go. Yeah, these these guards are impressed. Uh, not only the fact that you are supposed, to, you know, you are who you are claiming to be, but also that is a pretty nice piece of kit you've got there. You're like, uh, all right, I mean, we're we're trained for this, but uh, I suppose uh, any extra help we can get, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, and 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 one of the security guards goes over to that um, the terminal that Sonic had tried to unlock and uh, swipes a key card and says, all right, this will get you through to, to through the next room. Uh, um, I, I, I suppose we'll have to hold down the fort. And as, as they're saying that, from the direction you came, you start seeing like uh, acetylene torch-like blasts coming through. Uh, there's definitely someone coming who's trying to cut through the doors from whence you came. Okay, well, thank you so much for giving your lives to the cause of the car, and we appreciate it. And then she goes into the door, leaves, leaves her behind. Uh, Chet looks to the guys and says, you got a coffee maker in this joint? Uh, in, in the break room? Maybe not the best time for a coffee break. You switch it on, it'll we'll be good for a brew by the time these guys are taken care of. I'm not going to lie, I'm terrified right now, but that was really cool. Are there any, like, computer panels on the walls. I feel like we're in kind of a spacey vault, right? Uh, there was one that Sonic had uh, attempted to manipulate to get into the second room, but now that door is open. Uh, what sort of thing are you looking for? I was just going to see if I could tap into the vault's like mainframe and get a manifest to try and determine what Hydroflax might be after. Uh, okay, yeah. Go ahead and give me a down roll, please. Going down. I'm rolling timber. I hope I rolled a good point. <laughs> Riley, that just gets snaps for attempt. <laughs> Thank you. It's a it six. wasn't good, but I appreciate the effort. The effort reward. I really appreciate. It. My unfortunately, my my down is minus three. So uh, <laughs> while I rolled a nine, I got a six. Oh okay. gosh. So that that is a a, a failure. Uh, so no, you are you are unable to. Uh, the, the security lockdown has affected all of the systems here, so you are unable to infiltrate the security systems, uh, even just for information right now. This place is in full alert. Well, I tried to be nice. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna follow uh, Karen. Uh, okay, and uh, so uh, and and Sonic, you're are you going along as well? Of course, I I'm, I'm just moseying along until. We can we can infiltrate something else. <laughs> Great. All right. So uh, you make your way into the next room, um, and it is another sort of display room, but it is also a vault. And in this room, uh, it's full of exotic creatures. Uh, it's almost like people are displaying live show pieces. So uh, on on one wall is uh, a giant elephant-like creature with nine tusks and no head and two tails, just lots of sci-fi weirdness. Uh, there's, yeah, no head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just it's, imagining what the tusks are coming out of. Just everywhere. All over the place. Just, it's, everywhere. It's like a, it's like a porcupine. <laughs> I'm picturing like Morris from Shang-Chi. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. Morris. <laughs> we love Morris. Sonic is very excited by this because of all of the smells, the different smells that are happening. The more smells, being in the a better. room with friends. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as as you make your way into the second room, uh, back in the first room, uh, the door is breached and uh, three Imperial Marines do come through and uh, they're going to start firing at the team who stayed behind. Um, All right. So the room, uh, sorry, the team that's in the second room, uh, what would you like to do while the while the first room is sort of, uh, you know, guarding you? Um, I think that Karen is going to look, first of all, is there another door that needs to be accessed from this yes, room? Yes, there is. Okay, I think she's going to go um, to, she's going to yell to Sonic, and she's actually going to know their name this time, and she's going to go, Sonic, the thing you did last time. Can you? Can the two of you work it out again? You and the you and Killy. Can you just? Can you just get that done? Sonic wafts by with the smell of whipped cream from being tickled that uh, Karen remembered their name, and so they're gonna start <laughs> zooming, zooming around looking for another panel. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna give you an additional plus one, uh, Sonic, to your next roll uh, because you've just made a connection with Karen. Aww. Oh, look at th- look at that! For F is for friends who do stuff together. That's all I can sing without getting sued. And uh, I will say, uh, <laughs> with the uh, connections, uh, because you have a connection with uh, Killsphere, if you do work together, you will gain your uh, connection bonus on top of that. I'm in. Yes, let's do this. Okay, so yeah, by another very high security uh, door, there is a panel. What would you like to do? Uh, let's 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 tap into that baby. Yeah, Killsphere. Uh, a little panel's gonna open on their side, and uh, like a, a standard USB 2.0 is gonna pop out. <laughs> and then Killsphere's gonna try and jack into the wall, and then Killsphere will move backwards slightly, rotate 180 degrees, try and go into the wall. <laughs> Uh, move backwards slightly, rotate 180 degrees again, and then perfectly jack into the room. <laughs> Incredible. Great. Okay, so you are going to be doing the primary uh, attempting to open the door then, Killsphere? That's the plan, yeah. Okay. Just imagine uh, people have, uh, there's like two PAs with little tap lights like around Killsphere just sort of moving around. So there yeah. are like lights moving around the surface of the sphere like they're doing <laughs> something sci-fi-y. Yes. Okay, uh, Sonic, why don't you go ahead and give me a prepare support move, uh, which means that you will uh, will roll something. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what are you planning to do to assist? Um, I guess try to morph into the actual device while Killsphere is working technologically. Maybe there's like some sort of switch, switch internally or... Okay. Wire to pull or something okay. like that. You know, yeah. you know, might, might as well hit it from two ends. Yeah. We're, we're going to play fast and loose with the, the rules here. So I'm going to have you do a, a, pr- a prepare support move. Um, and because you are doing a tech-based thing, go ahead and make a strange roll, please. Okay. And then I have... What's the bonus because Killsphere is around? I know it's plus one because of Karan. And plus two for your connection with, uh, okay. with, with Killsphere. All right, let's let's do this. Ooh, we're at eleven. That's spicy. Great. So, uh, what's going to happen is is that uh, when Killsphere makes his attempt, uh, sorry, when Killsphere makes their attempt to open the door, they will gain an additional plus one uh, on top of all of it. Ha ha. Additionally, because your roll was very good, uh, you do pull up some of the root commands on the door uh, uh, on the terminal. There is obviously to open the door, but there is another command, release cages. Oh, I mean, who doesn't love little animal chaos? Release cages and the door opens. Oh, both. Well, no, these are just what you're seeing right now. Killsphere is still gonna have to make their attempt to do these things, but these are the options. I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited. So uh, I I kind of release a set to Killsphere of all a mass of animals at once to try to alert about the cages and then uh, air from outside to indicate the doors opening. All right. We'll see if this charade works. Smelling charades. All right, Killsphere. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, so you'll get a plus two connection for working with Sonic and the additional plus one from Sonic's successful assist roll. So go ahead and make a down roll, please. Okay, so the plus three I got from my friends uh, makes up for my minus three on down. So I got a seven because I rolled a seven. Uh, okay, so I will give you the option you only get to do one of the options. Would you like to open the door or would you like to release the animals? I'm going to open the door. Okay. You are able to uh, hack the system enough to get the door open. Um, as you do that, the people from the first room, including Chet, uh, they fall back. The Imperial forces are starting to really amass. You were able to hold uh, some of them off, but not the entirety of them all, and there are now five Marines making their approach. Uh, so all of you are now in the second room with access to the third door open, but uh, the Imperial forces are starting to gain some ground on you. What would you like to do? Uh, I think that seeing that Killy uh, failed the second part of their task, I think that uh, Karen is going to take her, like, her suit, and I'm going to use my, like, firing mechanism on my suit to fire at the control panel that Kelly was just accessing to see if, like, just blowing it up will unle- uh, unlock everything in the room. Great. Make a strange roll, please. Okay, what's strange about it? Uh... Hey, because it's like, that's the thing, but it also sounds like you're telling me to... All right. Okay, that was a six. Uh... That was a six. The good news is, is you hit it. The bad news is, is now you can't use the panel anymore to open up the cages. Okay, that's fair. Hmm. Yeah, sorry, y'all. I messed up. It happens. But 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 when that happens, Karen acts like she did it on purpose because she doesn't want to admit failure. She goes, now they can't unleash the animals on us. And then she goes into the, she goes into the third room. <laughs> okay, who's who's uh, who's doing what? What a what a boss babe. <laughs> boss babe. Boss baby. Um. I think Chet is still trying to like hold off the uh, the invading forces, and he just he just calls back. Keep going, I'll cover you. I've got this. Yeah, yeah. You are you are definitely you. Your presence is absolutely helping. Uh, you yeah. you are mitigating the amount of imperial forces, but there is, for all intents and purposes, an army on the way. But you are you are doing a good job of protecting yeah. everyone. Are you I are you saying that- the empire is planning to strike back? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I think that Chet is also going to go about, Hey, Killsphere, if you got a moment, we could really use your services. Yeah, Killsphere is going to... Uh, the panel having exploded around Killsphere, the panel with the USB 2.0 just sort of casually closes, and Killsphere floats back towards Chet. <laughs> and I'm going to power up Might. Power up for Might. Okay. Uh, an anti... I'm going to ante two of my time points. Okay. Crap. Crap. Uh, You're going to like it on this boat. This is bad. The dice do not like us in this game. No, I rolled a five. I got five. So I guess it didn't work. Well, it does say up to nine. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you, you don't get the might... Uh, ability, um, but you will get a three forward on your next attempt. Cool. Okay. But yeah, I'm gonna. I'll keep moving towards Chet. Okay. So yeah. So you're gonna sort of help hold the line. Yeah. Okay. Great. Killsphere's gonna do what Killsphere does best and uh, make milkshakes. No, murder. Do do murders. <laughs> okay. It's like Michael finally gets to have the perfect Michael character. Yeah. I am a personified end of a Davison era serial, and then I am going to do a massacre. That's my. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm gonna make Tegan quit the show. Way. That's what I'm here to do. <laughs> All right. So the door to chamber, the next chamber, is open. Uh, we've got uh, two security guards and two of you holding the line. What would uh, Sonic and uh, Karen like to do? Uh, I think Karin is going to go further into room three and try to figure out uh, how to get to the next room and then how to get Sonic to do it for her. <laughs> okay, and uh, Haratorphus the Uneven will also follow you because he is sworn to you. Okay. Um, okay, well, in that, in that case, then I think what I will do is is do a command, and I will command uh, Haratorphus to find a way into the next room. So I can do the command roll. That's it's all. I'll ante a... Nice. I will ante a time point, and I will say to Haratorphus, You! The uneven. 
Your car commands you to find us our way into the next room. You have the ability to do this. I have faith in your abilities. And so I will ask you with great insistence to accomplish this task for me. And then I roll plus top. Oh, nice. So I roll a nine plus uh, my top is uh, plus two. So that's an 11. And nice. so it says that my follower does the task for me. And uh, it says when the MC reacts, if I choose to suffer the harm to myself, subtract. I don't understand what this means. I think that means if you were to take harm, that you could take the harm for them. Okay. But uh, yes, but you did succeed on that role. So uh, yeah, uh, Heratorphus the Uneven, uh, by your command, uh, milady, and uh, crosses the room uh, to a very similar looking panel that you've seen before. And inside this room, uh, you see that this chamber is full of uh, androids, robots, mech suits, all sorts of uh, robotic paraphernalia. Just again, it's it's another room that is both display and uh, vault of these uh, of these things. And Heratorphus uh, gets to use your role, which is an 11, which is really good. And he does get to the security panel and says, uh, 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 all right, I've got, I've got good news and I've got bad news. I wish to hear the good news. Okay, well, the good news is, is that uh, I could turn on some of these robots. That sounds like good news. It, uh, it is good news, because we could probably use it to you know, save our lives a bit. Okay, congratulations on your good news. The bad news is, uh... I did not ask for the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> you can still say it, I just think it's hilarious. You can be like, no, I'm sorry. No, yes. I'm sorry, I chose the good yeah, news. Yeah, you know, he is so subservient, he's like, uh, alright then. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, will, I will take the consequences of my hilarious roleplay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, no, there was a misunderstanding. I requested the good news only, thank you. Uh, uh, apologies, my lady. Uh, and... Uh, Heratorphus the Uneven is able to hack into the system and uh, several of the, uh, the the robots spring to life and uh, they immediately go to join the forces protecting you, uh, offering reinforcement from uh, the now nine space marines who are encroaching upon that room. Okay. Um, and then I will say to Sonic... Um, Maybe we can get the others in here, and they could do better than he could. I think that Killsphere is better suited to opening doors than than Heratorphus is. Does Chet have a favorite smell, Ben, that Sonic would know? Uh, Does Chet have olfactory senses? Chet, Chet's oh. probably programmed Chet, to have a favorite smell. Yeah, <laughs> Chet can smell. I think Chet's favorite smell is the smell of victory. <laughs> So, right, okay, so, it, so it's, old, it's, it's old spice. Um, <laughs> old spice, <laughs> I was gonna say. It's specifically it's Fiji. It's the old spice Fiji shower gel. <laughs> Wait, is that what the British old spice sounds like? Hello, lady. Is <laughs> British? Is the British old spice person I'm on a Richard Ayadade? What's going on? <laughs> Hello, it's me, oh. <laughs> Richard Ayadade. I'm on a horse. Oh, I knew I got his last name wrong. I apologize. I- I love him. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's great. Just picturing him in a towel with the Old Spice. It's great. He's, like, maybe one of the only often suggested Doctor Who possibilities that I actually think is legitimately a good choice, and I could see it happening. Yeah. Hello, I'm the Doctor. Oh, that would be hysterical. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, back to, is it back to Chet and Killsphere, or are we still yes. with Karen and Sonic? Okay. Um, yeah, Sonic is going to use the, the sweet, sweet smell of sweet British victory to try to get Chet to follow follow them back to where uh, Karen is on, on her bequest. Hey, Keltzmer, I think I smell the sweet smell of victory coming from the other room. I think that's the sign to skedaddle back. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, let me do my power up for my uh, second attempt, okay. if that's all yep. right. And you'll get a plus three on this attempt. Okay, that's way better. Okay, great. So I get to put all of my anti aside as might because I got over ten. Uh, how many points did you uh, put towards that? Uh, I put my anti two again. Okay. So I'll put those two aside as might. Great. Okay. Uh, so that'll count as your turn for now. We're not really in a proper turn order of things, but uh, Chet, what would you uh, you you want to fall back? Yeah, let's fall back. 
Hey, let's fall back, fellas. Let's uh, give them some room to breathe. Okay, yeah, and I think the um, the security guards are definitely taking your lead because you've got this really nifty weapon that's been very effective, and so they all all of them are going to come with you as you're uh, covering uh, as you head into the into the third room. How American! It's not my presence. It's not my commanding charm or my jawline. It's the fact I've got a bigger gun. You're the rootin' tootin' cowboy. <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> yeah. Yeehaw. And, yeah, I don't, sorry, Hallis will be, Hallis will be determined. Things. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> and uh, as, as uh, the defenders are falling back to the third room, the uh, powered up robots uh, are essentially going to take your place in the second room, uh, holding the line uh, for you. Hey, where were these guys before when we were trying to stop the invaders at the beginning? This is just poor timing. They hadn't been activated yet, so sorry. Sometimes the help doesn't arrive when it should, and that's just how things are. Oh, good, you're still alive. Yes, it's very good. All right, so yeah, so you are in the uh, the robotics containment room. The the ones that were able to be reactivated have done so and are acting as a bit of a shield for you. What would you like to do, Bikili? Oh, I I, I think I look back to Heratorphus and I go, now can you finish opening the door, please? Thank you. Uh, that that's kind of where the bad news came in, my lady. Uh, and he, he 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 goes to say what the bad news is and stops himself and puts his hand over his mouth and then with his other hand just points at uh, at the panel. Killy, can you take care of whatever this per- I Apparently this man forgot how to speak, so could you go ahead and take care of it for me? Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and Killsphere will float uh, across the room towards the, uh, the next panel and... Um, like a separate panel will open, and I think like a like a lightning cable will come out this time, ah. and Killsphere will plug in with that. Oh, guess what? It's not a lightning port. In fact, it has a port like you've never seen before. Oh, okay. So Killsphere is going to rotate ninety degrees, and uh, a Game Boy Connect cable is going <laughs> to pop out. No, it's a very intricate looking sort of hole in the wall. One that you have. There's a bit of a flash of a memory to it. I'm going to walk over to it, and my suit's going to take my key and pick it up and see if it can find a thing that plugs into it. Hey, look at that. It's exactly the key for that key. Uh, so as you insert the key, a deafening amount of locks begin to unseal. Computer terminals surrounding the keyhole display thousands and thousands of lines of code every millisecond, disabling the electronic security in place. Finally, the door opens with a pressurized hiss. The room is dimly lit with an amber-colored light, but glowing brightly from the center of the room is the shiniest object you've ever seen, suspended in a light blue force field, the Halassi Andravar Diamond. Circling the containment chamber are several control panels, each one a technological marvel of security engineering. This is going to be tough. So you are now in the maximum security vault. I can't just float through those things and float over to the jewel and just float it out? No? No? Um, no? Go ahead and make a... Let's call this a bottom roll, because it's kind of sneaky. Bottom roll. Okay. Oh, we got twelves. Okay, 12 is a success. You are able to float inside of there, but the way the system has been designed, uh, it has been designed against every known contingency. So even though you are able to go in there, you almost get lost in a bit of a labyrinth maze of tubes and pathways. You are able to deactivate certain things, but there are so many redundancy systems that uh, just floating through there will not be able to get you in there. However, uh, because you did get such a good success, you are able to relay that to the rest of the group that going in that way, it's probably not going to work. Uh, in fact, you're almost certain that doing so will commit harm to your body. Uh, I, I uh, relay that to the team by this <laughs> the smell of fish and then the smell of Sushi followed by the fish to convey. It's it's just not going to go well. It's just not going to go well. And, and, and because you did so well, um, uh, I'll give a plus two forward uh, to any future attempts to uh, to hack this. Meow. Meow. Yeah, well, you're welcome, team. Yeah, can I um, 
since I have might, could I take that forward and do ignore weak hazards and attackers to see if I could get past uh, some of the lazers? I, I will tell you that uh, this is not a weak hazard. So if you were to do that, you'd be spending the points for, for not. Never mind. <laughs> it's not good for, for conflict solving, but when the sushi smell comes in, uh, Karin is, is out of the count for the next round because she's imagining the time when she ate sushi off of her servants. Sorry, continue. Ben. Um, I, have a th- I have an idea. My idea is if I could switch to soft light and then move myself as a, just a purely light projection into the field, but keep my... I have a little, like, hovering projection device within me. Yeah. If I keep that outside of the field, but then project myself inside, and then switch to hard light while I'm inside, could that possibly disrupt the field? There's, Can I give that a go? I was say, there's only one way to find out, and that's going to be with a dice roll. Okay. Uh, that sounds so um, fun, though. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Everyone, I've got an idea. I'm going to try a thing. I may not make it if I don't make it. Tell my wife she's fictional. Okay, and he uh, he switches into soft light mode. And the way that is represented is usually, uh, usually Chet wears like, I haven't really described what he's wearing, but basically he's like a cool space cowboy in a sort of olive green shirt with a waistcoat over the top and a long black leather duster that sort of shimmers with this red glistening effect as it's catching the light. A bit like uh, the previous Doctor's coat, actually. Uh, but when he goes into soft light mode, all of the color just sort of drains away and it's like he's he's just uh, he's grayscale like we're watching him on a black and white television oh that rules and uh he he st- he kind of steps up and kind of into the the uh the containment system uh keeping one arm out and you can kind of see kind of skirting around the edges like a 3d object clipping outside of it in a, like in a video game you can kind of almost make out the edges of the the light be and maybe you haven't seen that very frequently before because it's you know you're usually looking at chet but you can just kind of see it poking out of his hand and then as he's inside with his hand just outside the field he says all right let's do this and then he uh he switches to hard light <laughs> all right uh go ahead and make a down roll because this is a, a gear and tech related thing with that plus two from sonic's bonus Okay, so it's actually going to be plus one, because I have a negative one to down. I rolled uh, eight total. Okay, that is a partial uh, success. So you are able to perform this act as described. Uh, the only problem is is that once your your uh, soft light body passes through the containment field, it will not resolidify. So every time you go to get the diamond, your hand passes right through. The good okay. news is you do not take any damage. You sort of get that sensation of, ooh, if... If I hadn't done this, I would have just gotten possibly a lethal blow, and that's where the partial okay. success is going to come through. But you are unable to uh, to grab the diamond that way. Uh, I step out again. I shift back into hard light mode, and I say, "All right, everyone, I got some bad news." No, thank you. <laughs> All right. Anyone else want to hear this? Karen, if yeah, you're yeah Chet does not have to follow <laughs> Karen the way an NPC who's following her would. So. <laughs> For everyone else, the bad news is I can't touch the dang thing. From the previous rooms, you hear a roar, screams, crunching, more screams, and then loud, booming footsteps. And it is getting closer in a hurry. Is there a way with my key that I can lock the vault with us on the inside of it so that people can't? come into it because like if this key is like this is like an impenetrable vault and i have the only key that can open it i feel like there should be some way for me to use that to keep the vault from being accessed while we're in it because i can tell you that karen has absolutely no squabbles about leaving both uh her new follower and the soldiers outside to die while the rest of her party's inside trying to get this gym go ahead and make a down roll uh because this is a working with your hands sort of thing okay I was thinking more of an intelligence thing, but uh, let me find my uh, my dice that just fell on the floor. One second. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, in typical Ka Ren fashion, working with her hands is not her strong suit, so she rolled a three. Oh, okay. So, yes, you go to... Uh, there is a keyhole on this side of the vault, and you go to uh, put the key in, and uh, you do manage to get the key in and turn it, and as the door is closing a giant robotic hand reaches underneath the door frame and catches it as it's sliding shut and rips the door up, revealing 
an enormous red robotic body with a human head. And you recognize this as King Hydroflax himself. And he roars and takes the door and throws it three rooms back, so much so that it probably makes it all the way to reception and says, you interlopers, you will not steal my treasure. And you are now in combat with King Hydroflax. Uh, Chet readies his weapon and he says, if you've got to steal it yourself, it can't be your treasure either. I am King Hydroflax. All that I desire is mine. Well, I am Ka Ren, and I acquire it after you die, so it's all mine. I don't plan on dying anytime soon. Let's see if we can change that. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, yes, I mean, yes, let's, I mean, yes, let's, I no, Ren's like, yes, I believe that's exactly the point. No, shut up. I am, <laughs> I am the book. Nope, yeah. nope, nope. You shut up. You already said it. Oh. <laughs> you know, you know what? You know what? He really can't take damage, but he's going to take a damage to feelings on that. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I love how that just played out. Like, I can feel like it. I guess it actually happening in a scene. <laughs> like, Chet says, we're from the future, so we have a little. Head start. And he points his weapon at Hydroflax's head and fires. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an assault roll, please. Assault is plus strange. Why is it plus strange? That's not very strange at all, because my plus my strange is negative two. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, I rolled a five total. Oh, yeah, you miss. Yeah, you, you got... I'm shocked. You, you you got all of your good shots off on uh, on the uh, on the Marines, but uh, you're you're trembling under the might of uh, of Hydroflex. You you just completely miss by a country mile, and uh, Hydroflex is going to uh, take a, a swing at you, and in doing so, uh, with his giant robotic arm, you are going to take uh, three damage to your doing. My doing. Oh, my doing's down to two then. Okay, yeah, you're you're not looking. So hot right now. Not looking great. That doing got dead. Uh, I'm gonna. Do, do, do the other characters count as my followers, or only does that only count as as okay? <laughs> so I can't. I can't. I can't command Chet to do something. I, I mean, you can, but uh, it'll be up to Chet to decide to listen. <laughs> no, I mean like I mean like using the move on my sheet that's called oh, command right, has sorry. mechanical benefits. So sorry, I, I forgot. <laughs> That was that. Yeah, because that's basically like you basically Correct. are giving them a, like you're basically set. You're basically using your moves to get them a move. That's why I thought maybe I could do it. But uh, I mean, we could treat it almost like a bardic inspiration if you wanted to do that and, and you succeed. You could then give that to someone else. OK, um, no, I think I'm going to try. I don't really know how I would do this, but I think since I have a mech suit of my own that is like centuries more advanced than Hydroflexes, I want to like have my suit like hack his suit and like disable it like i wanted to like oh i wanted cool. to like, can we teen up yes how, how can we because do that? i was i was gonna i was gonna say it, it was there a way that sonic could you know by being a gas infiltrate the king's suit and see if there's any sort of kill switch on the inside so karen and i could team up in a way since we're both trying to do the same yeah thing. maybe maybe what i'm doing is like trying to open up a panel in his like maybe maybe because i have a okay this is the, I, I got it i got it um, yes, let's do just it. Just let us win, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> no, what, I, what I've got is I'm going to, knowing my suit has the schematics for his suit in it, because it is like an ancient version of my suit. Right. And so it's right. like, it's like, look, if you have a car, you can probably dismantle a chariot. So my <laughs> my car, my, my suit knows where the access panels are on his suit. And it got is it. going to pop open what would have been an airtight seal and allow a gap for... Uh, Sonic to get in there and just like mess stuff up. Great. Let's do it. I'm gonna call this a prepare uh, assist roll because okay. that's exactly what you're doing. Uh, and <laughs> I'm gonna call that because it's what it yeah. is. <laughs> and so I'm rolling up. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have you roll up because uh, this is uh, you're working with information that you do have already. Okay. And then, so I'm, I'm reading how prepare works to help a friend make a roll, describe how you would help. And then you just need a seven or higher. Okay, so I'm rolling it, and then they're also going to, so they're going to roll up as well? Uh, you'll, you'll roll first, and then uh, um, all you have to do okay. is get a seven or higher, and then you'll give a, a plus one to Sonic. Do I add my connection to Sonic in this? Uh, Absolutely, roll? you do. Okay, cool. 
So up plus another one. So I get plus two on this roll. Come on. All right. Okay. Cool. I rolled a. Uh, I rolled a. I rolled a nine on the dice. So plus two makes that an eleven. That's my third nine eleven tonight. Um. So yeah, I rolled. I rolled an eleven. Okay. Yeah. Uh, your suit knows exactly what it's doing, and it finds that control hatch right uh, in the front, and the, the, the robotic arms can't react in time to, to stop it. What are you doing? You dare lay, lay hands on me? This is not a hand, this is a lever. <laughs> <laughs> not to sovereign sling to you, but I know a thing or two about them. I can't call suits for tyrants. Okay, great. So now, uh, Sonic, you'll have a, a plus one uh, bonus for what you are going to do. Um, yeah, let's let's keep it with up. Uh, I, I would say it might be a down roll, but I, I do like keeping you two on the same roll. So go ahead, uh, roll plus up plus uh, that plus one that you just earned, and if you have a connection with Karen, which I believe you do, is another plus one. Ah, yep. Sounds promising. Well, okay, so I had a negative two for uh, my up, so we evened out at the end, and I ended up rolling a. Six, a five, and then a one. Okay, uh, so that is a failure, unfortunately. So uh, you are able to get inside, but the suit's uh, automated defenses uh, do react, and you're going to take uh, three points of doing damage. Oh, snap. Okay, all right. But I will say that port is still open, though. So Yeah, I'm still banging around. Still banging around. Yeah, we'll, 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 car- we'll carry that forward. You, you uh, Riley, you basically have exposed a, a weakness. In the, in okay, this. great. Uh, okay, so Sonic went. So, uh, Kill Sphere, would you like to do something? Killy. Yes. I, um, can I check the the lasers for the diamond? I'd like to see if there's a port I can plug into. I'd love for it to be a micro USB for a rule of three. Um, when you were in, I'll, I'll say that when, before the king made his way into the room, you did get to inspect the panel. Um, there were no ports uh, on it. Like by design to prevent exactly this sort of hacking, there are no ports of that nature that you are looking for. That won't count as your turn. So how how do you get in these damn lasers, Dan? Just tell me. No, um, hmm. Boy, I'm gonna power up for destruction. Awesome. Uh, I'm gonna ante my three remaining time points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, that rules. <laughs> Okie dokie. This is going much better. I should just roll in the nature of my character, I guess. I got a 14. Oh, that's a. Which means all my ante is decide as uh, goes aside as destruction. Yeah, so. y- you're you're almost like thrumming with energy right now. Like, you know, th- th- this is. Dragon Ball Z, you know, Kamehame, and you haven't quite launched it yet, but you are you are just sizzling huh. right now. Yeah, Killsphere, yeah, Killsphere's just sort of shudders and starts to glow redder and redder with deadly cosmic energy. All right, uh, yeah, and you, you may want to give him a wide berth from the looks of it. And then Haratorphus the Uneven is going to look to Ka-Ren and say, for my lady, and is going to pull out uh, just a knife that he has on his person, and he's gonna like jump super heroically and try to stab Hydroflax in the port that has been opened by her. And he's going to not even connect before Hydroflax swats him away, knocking him against the wall unconscious. And Karan goes, you don't bring a knife to a cyborg fight. (laughs) Okay, and uh, uh, Haratorphus is uh, is out of combat. Uh, so let's go back to the top of the turn order uh, would be Chet Vagabond. I have a question about the containment unit that the, uh, the, the item is being contained in. Does it have any kind of, uh, could you just describe it to me visually again, just so I can kind of picture it in my mind's eye? Yeah, um, it's almost laid out the way that a TARDIS control room would be in that, mm. uh, in the center, uh, surrounded by like you know the force field, is the diamond, and there's basically a, a circle of terminals uh, around it that house all of this room's security features, redundancies, you know, anti-hacking stuff, you know, just like 
there's more tech in this room than in entire solar systems. Like the, okay. it, it, like it, it's that central safe in the middle of the, the safe room. Okay. So this much kind of sci-fi technology, my thinking now is I want to blow it up and I want to find a port or something on the terminal to just kind of stick my gun in and pull the trigger in the hopes that it will cause this entire room to detonate. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to, I want to, what, how, how are we doing this? Uh, hopefully in a way that you succeed. Uh, <laughs> that would be good. Let's call this, uh, I'm going to make this a charm roll because this is a leadership move. <laughs> this All is right. sort of taking command of the whole situation. So uh, go ahead and roll charm. My charm is plus two. I rolled an eight total. All right, a partial success. The good news is it does seem that this is working. You fire right into the port and there are several explosions throughout the room. Nothing uh, catastrophic, but uh, enough that um, it's setting off a bit of a chain reaction where other panels are exploding in the room. Uh, there's an explosion near Sonic, but it does not affect them because they are incorporeal at the moment. Another larger one goes off near Hydroflex and uh, you do see a, a little bit of uh, power wavering uh, around the force field. The security redundancies do kick in, but you have definitely made an impact. You've definitely done, you've gotten more progress uh, than, than has been done thus far. Karen. I'm gonna use my decree move and I'm gonna ante up uh, three of my time points. I feel like we're getting pretty, pretty close to the end here. So I wanna use the fun things that we've got. Um, so I'm gonna ante three time points and I'm gonna, I have to give a speech. Uh, let's see if I can give the opposite of a doctor speech here because I'm not the doctor. <laughs> oh! Yes. A rot cod speech. Yes. Karen goes, listen up, followers. We are the Chaos Crew. We are Karen and other supporters. Now, we are here against this king who is an insignificant fly in history compared to the might of the Karen Empire and the Chaos Crew which serves her. And I am sick and tired of this buzzing fly causing us this inconvenience. And so I demand at this point that you extinguish this bug. And now I roll uh, plus charm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh no. God, I hope this is good. I rolled a four. Yes. I a oh. four. Yes. Yes. I was hoping for something like that. Uh, I don't. So up oh. to five. But it just says up to. Uh, six, I set one point aside as the decree, so I do get one decree point. Yes. Uh, and the rest go back to my pool, so it's not the worst thing in the world. But yeah, so only one thing happens. Uh, however, basically, uh, after another player makes a roll, they may ask if they may move one point of decree to your history. So basically, moving forward, I think, I think in, in this scene, one of you can use my decree and you basically get to add one more dice. To, like after you roll, you can basically, it's almost like I gave you inspiration. Yes. After I roll, after you roll, you can you can burn my decree points and then you can roll one more dice and add it to your score. Perfect. So that's actually yeah, it's still not bad, even though it didn't come out great, but uh, I just love the idea of like, I love the idea of, of her inspirational speeches. This man is beneath us and we should squat him. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I, I will say though, because that was a failure, you will still get that. But uh, King Hydroflax did not like this one bit. Uh, of course not, he's a jerk. Right. Uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, he- I wasn't trying to inspire him. I was trying to inspire people to kill him. Yeah. So <laughs> but he, no, most people are, I think even if I had succeeded, he wouldn't be a big fan of it. He wouldn't be like, yeah, great call. I should be distinguished yeah. as a nerd. Like, why do you? But, but he, 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 yes, he, I am a bug. He, he is going to dare to do the unthinkable and, and lay hand on you, and he is going to uh, hit you for three points of doing. Okay. Oh, that really, well, really makes Sonic mad. Well, I can actually uh, move my damage oh. from my doing to my feeling, and Perfect. I don't think that Karen cares if her feelings are hurt. So oh. nice. Oh. Well, I was gonna say, watching this, Sonic has become very upset. So they are gonna shape shift into. 
something, I guess, that is almost identical to the king, since it would uh, be the same in strength. All right. So it's not quite mimicry, because I was looking at that, and mimicry is not exactly what is going to help us here, so... We're, we're going to try for shape-shifting. Yeah, I, I will say if you want it to be a mimicry, uh, either or, whichever one you want to do, because you have a great argument for both. So, totally up to you. Let's let's do shape-shifting, because I don't think mimicking this exact being is exactly where we sure. want to go. All right, so yeah, how many uh, how many time points would you like to ante for this? Less, less ante three of All them. All right, go ahead and roll plus strange, please. Okay. Ah, poop. Oh, right. Uh, we're, we're, we're at seven. Seven? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is quite... I'm, I turn into something that's not like anything. Right. Yeah, this is, this, is, <laughs> this is a very complex cybernetic organism to copy, so you don't quite get it. I will say that your size is about right, but your solidity is not. Uh, but you will get a plus three going forward on your next attempts to shapeshift. I would think it's Thanks. like... Like King Hydroflex is standing next to Baymax is kind of what yeah. I'm visualizing right now. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can poke, poke through. You can poke through Baymax. Yeah, and uh, I, I will say because it was a, a partial uh, success, um, it kind of, it kind of maybe hurt your ego a little bit. So I'm gonna say you, uh, you take one to sell to feeling, one, one, one damage to feeling. Ouch, my feelings. <laughs> Uh, Hydroflax just laughs and says, no one could emulate this perfection. And now it's Killsphere's turn. Uh, yeah, so I am going to roll plus destruction versus a grand target. Uh, here we go. Yahoo! Aha! Whee! Um, yippee! Yes, okay, I got plus seven, plus the three, that's ten. Um, all right, cool. I get to move one point from my destruction to, I guess, time to inflict grand damage to the targets. Some grand targets will be instantly destroyed, but grander targets may take two hits or more. So, what everybody sees is Killsphere's been glowing redder and redder and redder, and their surface has been uh, becoming smoother and smoother and smoother until finally you understand why they've been saving all this money for the budget. Uh, Killsphere turns into like a, one of those plasma spheres this like glass spheres with all the like cool lightning in it uh and killsphere is going to fire one bolt of lightning at the halasi andrevar and one bolt of lightning at king hydroflax and try and connect the dots the blast is unlike anything you've ever felt before time does in fact begin to slow down you can see the Halassi Andravar breaking free of its containment and begin to fly through the air. The diamond leaves a tear of space-time in its wake, almost like a zipper opening up. Time begins to return to its normal flow and you see the diamond meet its final stop into the skull of King Hydroflax himself. But the tear it has left behind begins to widen. And much like a hull breach in the vacuum of space, nothing can escape its pull, nothing. The first one to fly in is, of course, Sonic, the gaseous form, immediately followed by Killsphere, with no arms to hold on to anything. Shortly thereafter, Chet Vagabond, who is not quite all there, can't hold on either, and is sucked in. Lastly, Karen, her armored suit reaching out with its arms to hold on, and almost despite herself, Using her own physical form, Karen uses her own arms to try to hold on. But it's not enough. You are all pulled in to this rift. But there's no time to worry about regicide because you are falling and falling and falling and falling. Sometimes you catch a break. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's a relief. Thankfully, the space-time tear landed you on an inhabitable planet. And your landing wasn't too rough either. Grass. You landed on grass. Oh, it's green on this world. And so are the trees. 
interesting. And not unwelcome either. The fresh air is a relief after being cooped up in those vaults. This world's yellow sun is high in the sky, but a large shadow is cast down over you. It appears to be a sign, but you don't recognize the writing. It takes a moment, but your universal translators are able to identify the language. The sign reads, Welcome to Sheffield, New Jersey. A circular iris shutter opens, revealing what looks to be an excavating trowel with some special modifications made to it. Your employer, Professor River Song, reaches for the trowel and puts it on her belt. Fine. I'll do it myself. <laughs> 